Well, hello there, ladies and gents. Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and today I have special guest Brendan Rue on the line. He is the brains behind Santa Cruz Medicinals, a CBD company, a topic which I do not know that much about. So I dive into conversation with him. He tells me all about CBD, THC, the benefits, the downside effects, all the good stuff. And I feel much more enlightened about the topic of CBD and alternative medicinal properties. So that said, you ought to sit back, you ought to relax, and you ought to enjoy this podcast with Brendan. We are live. Brendan, how are you, man? I am doing great. Happy to be here. Finally, glad we got to link up. Happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. So this this will be good for me because I've had a couple podcasts recently about founder, like about CBD from founders of CBD companies, and I consider myself pretty ignorant within the realms of CBD um, mm-hmm. as a product, as a as a medicinal property. So I'd love to kind of just peel the curtain back and educate myself selfishly because I'm curious to know. But I'd love to kind of get some background from you, man. Like, what got you into this in the first place? Absolutely. So. Santa Cruz Medicinals started when I was at UC Santa Cruz and we got assigned to basically cover CBD and the PubMed articles and research that there is on CBD and just kind of, it was a pretty open-ended assignment, just summarize your findings. So that led me to delve into the actual medical literature on CBD and cannabidiol and other cannabinoids and see what was out there in terms of research studies. Mm Mm-hmm. It turns out there's a lot of good research on CBD, but what really piqued my interest is that the dosage that was used in these studies was high. It was a lot higher than I was seeing in typical consumer-facing products. Typical dosage in a research study um, is 200 milligrams a day, up to 600 milligrams a day. Some research studies doing you know 700, 800 milligrams a day oral dosage of CBD. Mm. So that was the most interesting finding. And from there, I kind of looked at what was out there in the space and I did not see any products that were supported by research. And it was a, it was a bummer for me. It was kind of, it made me angry, which I think is a, sometimes a good place to start a brand from. And yeah, I mean, a lot of these companies will, will reference some of these studies, but they, you know, to get that dosage, you'd have to consume like three or four or five of their products. So, um, it led us to create something that that fixed that. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest, you know, kind of confusions with regard to CBD as a as an industry because it's grown in such popularity and hype over the past few years, similar to keto in that regard. And like with that, you get this massive influx of brands and businesses trying to play on that popularity. But oftentimes, the dosage is is wrong. The the quality of the ingredients is is substandard, and just the the underlying you know business practices are just not optimal and they don't have the the consumer's best interest in mind so i I would assume within the cbd industry there's a lot of products out there that are just massively underdosing so that they're not really so that they can come in at a lower price point and kind of have a race to the bottom on pricing absolutely and after starting this company i started to realize why a lot of brands run into some issues you know when you you start a company it is hard to grow without investment money mm-hmm. and we have chosen to not take on investment money and you know i think there's a big benefit to that but the downside is you can't have that explosive growth 
But with that comes raising your prices. You know, um, if you have a product that you can sell for, you know, two X more and people will buy it, you know, or maybe you can spend so much money on marketing that you can convince people to buy it. That'll work, you know, and you, you're going to need to do that if you have to pay investors back. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of a trap. So we've definitely stayed away from that and just kind of spread off word of mouth. And, you know, the keto paleo community has been huge for us. And I think it's been a natural kind of evolution because that's just the lifestyle I live. I'm a huge proponent of keto and paleo. I've, I've benefited from it. I've been doing it for the last 10 years. And, you know, I, I sing from the rooftops about it as so many others do because, you know, as I'm sure you, you've experienced, it's pretty crazy to see people trying to lose weight when they're, you know, eating whole wheat bread and salads and it just, it sucks to see. And then, you know, we're over here eating bacon steak and, you know, having a, a satiating diet and, and, you know, staying shredded. And it's, it's an annoying thing to see people go down the wrong rabbit hole. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, I feel like it makes sense too that it, it goes hand in hand. I mean, I've been in the keto space for quite some time now, and I never started it thinking, you know, at the onset that I would be diving into all these little rabbit holes that I've I've dug into since. But once you start to to gain momentum with your overall health from a nutritional standpoint, you start to gain an underlying interest in all the other aspects that can improve your health and well-being, like your sleep, uh, you know, the supplementation, and I feel like CBD and using that as a as a form of supplementation as well is just kind of a natural progression of that quest for just overall better life. Absolutely. And, you know, this started out with we bought some really high quality CBD isolate and we mixed it with some coconut oil because the structure of cannabinoids, they basically cannabinoids love fat. And a good example of this is if you take actual just cannabis flower, you know, just weed and you just eat it, nothing will happen at all. If you mix it with some fat and heat it up, a process happens called decarboxylization and that takes Uh, THC and basically activates it and that'll get you high now. So cannabinoids love fat. And so we mix some CBD isolate with some coconut oil and me and my business partner who are really into biohacking and, and just, you know, we work out a lot and do all that. We started blending in 300 milligrams of CBD from this coconut oil a day into our morning bulletproof coffee. And I mean, dude, the results were insane. I mean, it's, it's like one of those biohacks like a sauna or something like that where you're like, it's an immediate thing. Within a couple of days, you're like, this needs to be part of my routine. What, um, what, uh, what kind was, of specific changes like like mental clarity or recovery? Or what were you noticing? Right. Yeah. So for me, I mean, the main thing was muscle soreness and kind of that mid-morning anxiety that I kind of get mm-hmm. and then sleep. Those are the three things for me that are huge. Um, for everybody, it seems to be a little bit different and CBD is being researched for a multitude of things, but I think the, the most common things that it's being researched for is sleep, pain, and anxiety. There's a lot of other stuff that's being researched for, um, how it interacts with, uh, you know, MS and, and, you know, uh, gut inflammation is a big one recently with some cannabinoids, but the uh, pain, sleep, and anxiety are kind of the main things that it's being researched for. And what I noticed with this is just, it's one of the best bang for your buck supplements, in my opinion, that you can get. I I don't really recommend our products for someone who hasn't dialed in some of the basics with just human optimization. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of a silly thing for me to say, but 
you know, no, you shouldn't buy CBD if you're not, you know, working out, eating right and dialing in some basics about, you know, your sleep. Um, you know, we get those uh, kind of silly DMs like, will, will CBD help my pain? You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're waking up and you're going to eat McDonald's and sit all day. No, it's not going to help your pain. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the community that we're speaking to, a lot of people have dialed in some of those basics and they're looking for things that they can layer in. And I just think CBD is one of the best things overall. Totally, man. So I'm, I'm really just going to start picking your brain here because there's a lot of things that I don't yeah, know about this. So a lot of people, uh, they they haven't take, you know plunged into the CBD realm. They haven't really started playing around with it because of the the negative stigma stigma attached to it with regard to THC. Like there's oftentimes not really a defined line drawn there for the people that don't really know the information. And I feel, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the the CBD, you're, you're getting a much higher dose and a, a higher quality dose from hemp more so than like a, a marijuana plant. Um, so a lot of the, the more reputable CBD companies will go for, you know, producing it from a hemp plant instead, right? Yes. So... With CBD, so CBD versus THC, some basics right now, I'm sure you might know, but maybe some of your listeners don't. THC is where all the psychoactive effects come from. THC and the cannabinoids that stem off of THC are where you get the psychoactivity that produces a high. So THC, THCV, other cannabinoids that stem off of that are what gets get you high. With CBD, it's, it is non-psychoactive, meaning you're not going to get high from CBD at all. You might get some mild relaxation, but that is not known as what is a psychoactive property. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing to establish. And then the other thing is there are there's basically to simplify it, female and male cannabis plants. The male cannabis plant doesn't produce the same flower and buds and THC, you know, compounds that a female uh, cannabis plant would. So we take the male hemp plant and we extract the CBD from that. So we basically own part of a farm in Colorado that grows hemp. And from there, we the plant grows, it's, it's beautiful. We're gonna uh, do a little tour of the, the farm this year and, and uh, put up some content around that. But they then extract the CBD and it's much like, you know, your any other supplement, man. Like that's what I'm trying to get people to think of it. Like it's like, you know, your vitamin C and, you know, your turmeric, you're just isolating CBD and that is what you're ingesting when you take our products is just CBD mixed with fat. So it helps it absorb, but that is what is in our, our products and they are non-psychoactive. Um, another thing to consider, which we do get some messages about, will this pop on a drug test? I say it, it might. That's what the data shows. CBD can cause a false positive on a drug test. If your you know life and career depends on it, don't take our products for sure. What about the uh, the whole debate of like a full spectrum versus the isolate? Is there one better than another there? Yeah, so there's three types. There's full spectrum, broad spectrum, and isolate. In most of our formulas, we use CBD isolate. In some other ones, we use broad spectrum. Nobody shipping CBD to all 50 states is using true full spectrum. Full spectrum cannabis means it does contain THC and you're not allowed to have THC, you know, products shipped around. Um, you can have less than 0.3% THC, but that is such a small amount that that would not be considered full spectrum. So it does kind of annoy me when I see brands saying that they're selling full spectrum. 
Um, I'd love to see their COAs and then, okay, if you, it contains THC, then why are you shipping it around? Um, you can get amazing full spectrum products in states that have legal cannabis, like Colorado, California, obviously where I am. And there's some amazing brands for that, but, uh, those products do contain THC and will po- probably get you high depending on the dosage of THC that's in them. Uh, I think full spectrum is great. There's definitely research that all of these cannabinoids have their different effects. And personally, I do use THC. I do. I am a fan of the kind of ratio, um, you know, of THC to CBD. I think that is extremely beneficial. But what I do here, in, even in California, where I can go to a store and buy a full spectrum product, is I buy a THC product and then I use my own CBD because the CBD in these shops is so expensive and overpriced. It's insane. So. That's what I, I do tell a lot of people of, Hey, if you can get your hands on some good THC product, go ahead and then fortify it with some really potent CBD from, you know, our tinctures or MCT oil. And you'll probably feel great. Peel the curtain back on the THC a little bit, man, because a lot of people just associate people that are smoking THC, you know, weed or just, you know, potheads that are going to be sitting on a couch playing video games all day. Here you are running yeah. a successful business and advocating for it. So what, what benefits have you noticed from that? What, what's your uh, appeal to it? Like, just kind of talk about that. Right. THC is a very interesting compound. And I think we're going to see in the next five to 10 years, some amazing research come out about it. I mean, here's the thing, man. It's, it, it, it gets you high, right? Uh, dosage is so important with THC. I think a lot of people have tried cannabis and uh, they simply just take too much their first time. You know, it's much like alcohol. If you have a, a beer, you might feel okay. You might feel kind of good and, you know, it might, might benefit you uh, in some way, shape or form, maybe socially. But if you have 14 of them, you're not going to feel that great. And it's going to be a completely different experience. THC is the same way. If you have a little bit of THC, for a, I mean, a lot of athletes are starting to benefit from this, and we are seeing the curtain kind of peeled back with, you know, a lot of, you know, the NFL has just allowed people to use cannabis. The UFC has allowed people to use cannabis, and uh, the NBA is allowing people to use cannabis. And there's a reason behind that. What I find THC beneficial for in terms of my workout routine and stuff is post-workout. Um, I like to indulge. And I don't go overboard, and it really helps me with mind-muscle connection, relaxation, uh, appetite for me, and just kind of getting into that that deep relaxation. I mean, that's it's what it's known for, right? Weed helps you chill out. Um, it's definitely something that you gonna you have to like navigate and scale up because if you take too much, it can have the opposite effect and make you anxious, which is the most common thing that people say that THC does to them. I think a lot of those people would be surprised what a one milligram dose feels like for a week and then a two milligram dose of THC. It's a, it's a chemical that it's potent. You only need a little bit, you know, whereas you look at a a compound like CBD or turmeric or vitamin C, a common dosage is like a gram. Mm -hmm. THC, take a gram of THC and get back to me in four days when you're, you're not high. Like it'll last off in that, in those dosages. So yeah, that's what I'd say to people is uh, if you tried it and it, and it didn't, you know, uh, you didn't like it. I mean, hey, that's that's fine. But um, look at the dosage that you took and try one milligram. Is there know? any adverse effects to taking it on a consistent basis? Like, is like what, what's the what's the disadvantage to it used in that setting, or is there? 
Yeah, I think THC, uh, you do definitely develop a tolerance to THC. So if you take a milligram for a week, you'll probably need two milligrams the next week to get the same effect. It's like and, cycle off of it for a while or something? Yeah, yeah, I think cycling off is not a bad idea. I definitely take breaks from it. And there has been some studies around THC and deep sleep that show that you might not get into as, like chronic cannabis users appeared to not go into as deep of sleep. So that's interesting. Now we have to keep in mind that that was done on THC, chronic THC users, uh, not CBD. And some of the research on CBD does show deeper sleep. So again, we're at the beginning stages of, of medical research on cannabinoids uh, as they were illegal for so many years and really hard to study. So I'm excited to see what research comes out. But yeah, that's definitely something to note. And personally, I don't use it right before I go to sleep. Um, because, uh, yeah, I think it does affect my sleep a little bit. But, man, right after a good weightlifting session or, you know, sometimes even before, I, I can just get into the muscles more. And I'll tell you right now, it definitely does not make me lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a lazy person. I don't think anybody would say that. So, yeah, it's different for everybody. It's a compound that's, uh, that affects everybody differently. And there's there's multiple different strains, right? Like there's there's ones that are designed to to relax you more, ones that are designed to give you more energy, like mental highs. Uh, yeah, versus yeah, body the whole highs. indica, yeah, indica sativa hybrid thing. So right now, that's that's in a way being phased out a little bit uh, in favor of terpene science. And terpenes are things that affect the smell and, and fragrance. So there's terpenes like uh, lime, limonene, which is like a lemony lime kind of smell um you know there's there's humulene there's um lavadin which is like a lavender type smell which is known to be uh relaxing and that's actually where they're theorizing now that a lot of these uh how a different strain will affect you Mm, so you can just look up uh, terpene science and there's tons of information now on the internet about that so the indica hybrid sativa thing is sort of true but what they're finding is most likely an indica strain contains a lot of, uh, of like a terpene profile that would lend itself towards, you know, terpenes and smells that have been shown to probably put someone into a state of relaxation versus more like a, you know, you can think of it like a citrus and peppermint smell that might be more, you know, um, energizing. And that might be a terpene profile associated with the sativa versus, you know, a strain here in, in California called grape pie which has some grape notes and kind of deeper, like a uh, dessert type notes that so might be a little bit more relaxing. So yeah, there's some interesting uh, developments there in terms of the science. Gotcha. That makes sense. What about from like a hormonal perspective? Have you seen any research regarding CBD and THC impacting estrogen or testosterone levels? Yeah, I've looked into some of those studies. Um, there is definitely some interesting ones about THC and estrogen and testosterone. So I think Again, it was done on chronic users, and I, I need to look back at that study because I'm so into the CBD studies right now. But that, I think that's definitely something to note. Um, you know, and again, taking breaks from THC I think would be key, especially if you're like a full-on athlete that really needs to monitor their hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's one study on CBD and lowering testosterone, and it's done extremely poorly. They, I think it's a, it is a rat study and they like blasted the rats and I'm going to look up the study right here see what you need to test on. because yeah, there, there's some bad research out there, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, we, we got to be careful and just read the studies and cause it's pretty easy to write a headline. Oh, CBD ruins your testosterone. Um, it's like, okay, let's, let's see, let's see what's really going on here. And yeah, so this is a rat study. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's always kind of hard to tell when you learn not, you know, humans, human sample sizes. Right. And, you know, I've done plenty of hormone panels and shit, man, I take a lot of CBD. I can tell yeah. you that. Is, um, there, is there like a, like similar to THC, is, is CBD something that you would find benefit in cycling off or is that something that you can take more consistently with no, no down, downturn effect? Yeah. I mean, I take it consistently every single day and I have been for a long time and I haven't experienced any negative effects from it, but I think it's definitely something that, you know, if you have a really good like functional medicine doctor, uh, you could consult with them on that. Um, I think doing, um, doing some cycling is, is not a bad idea with any supplement, right? I cycle off of turmeric. I mean, you know, it's just, it seems more of, it seems like a kind of natural way to integrate supplements in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, I cycle off of creatine, you know, I I kind of have a natural way that I cycle through my supplements. Um, and I don't think it's a bad idea to do for CBD. Now, if you're taking like our CBD deep sleep capsules and you're getting the best sleep you've ever got and you're waking up super refreshed every day, I wouldn't really see a reason or an immediate need to stop them suddenly. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think a a natural cycling of a lot of supplements is, is a sound idea. Makes sense. Is there like a, uh, like a loading phase when it comes to seeing the benefits in CBD? Like it's probably like most supplements that you're not going to notice a profound difference with one dose. Like you're probably gonna have to take it consistently for a certain period of time before you see the, uh, that having any effect. Yeah, I, I would agree with that with, um, you know, stuff like pain. Um, what I've noticed is, you know, I get little injuries. I do jujitsu and, and so little injuries pop up and I'll take some CBD and look your body, you know, if I break a finger or something, your body's going to go through the process of pain. So, you know, taking a 300 milligram dose of CBD isn't really going to immediately make a giant difference, um, in that. But I think overall with your body, you know, ramping up its natural inflammation um, to that injury and CBD, you know, in my opinion, helps with that. So I do think that it does provide a pretty quick effect, but, you know, with stuff like pain, you're going to have to get a consistent dose and see how that affects you. But man, we've been, you know, sending people like our deep sleep capsules and they'll take them in first night, they'll track their sleep on the aura ring and they'll get some of the best sleep numbers that they've ever got. And that's happened, I mean, 20, 30 times. We've, we've gotten messages and DMs. and So nice. that's a pretty, yeah, that's a, an amazing thing uh, to see because that's just a single dose that night tracking the sleep. They have months of data of their previous sleep. And then, you know, you know no other variables really change except for the deep sleep capsules. And that's always cool to see. Is there like an effective dose, like a tipping point at which, you know, people on average need to consume X amount of milligrams of CBD to really start noticing any benefit? Yeah. So it really varies depending on, you know, how much people weigh and just kind of what they feel. But what I, what I'd say is look, just don't take less than a hundred milligrams a day. If you want to give CBD a fair shot, because none of the research studies are, are doing that. So right. When, when you get a grant to do some research on CBD mm-hmm. and you are a scientist. This is what you do. You and your team is going to do a research on CBD. 
there is a reason that they're going in and giving people hundreds of milligrams of CBD because they don't want to waste their fucking time giving people five milligram dosages because they've already looked at all the medical literature and all the studies. And so they go with that starting point. So I think people should do that as well. Um, you know, try hundred milligrams, try 200 milligrams and see how you feel. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to help steer people away from trying five milligrams of a substance that, you know, through all the data needs a couple hundred milligrams to even do anything. Um, that's what I'm really trying to steer people away from because it's like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've seen products like this where it's like a chocolate, it's like a chocolate, like a chocolate, chocolate, or, you know, five milligrams of ashwagandha or five milligrams of turmeric just to say that they have that in there. And yeah. it's like, well, man, these are amazing. Yeah. These are amazing plant compounds and they're really great, but you know, I just don't want people to get scammed. Yeah, that's been a, a really popular tactic yeah, within the keto really space. Bad. People using like beta hydroxybutyrate in just such, you know, minimal dosages that it would never be, it would never have an impact. But people, you know, reach for it on the shelf and, and right. you know, pay top dollar for it simply because it has ketones in there. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer what people, what you can do with just uh, kind of doing that that tactic, um, you know, proprietary blends and all that type of stuff. Is there? So yeah, I would say. Oh, didn't yeah, make you off there. Is is there a type of um, you know application that that's that's better or worse with regard to CBD? Like the topicals are have gotten really popular. The the tinctures are. I see a lot more tinctures now. I think. Yeah, um, I like uh, our tinctures and MCT oil as a great starting point. Um, our deep sleep capsules are now basically our best seller. Um, and I think there's a good reason behind that. Um, that is going to be CBD and the highest source of valerian we could find, the highest quality source. We tried like 50 different valerians. It, it turns out, you know, uh, bulk valerian is not all created equal. So we went with a source that, um, you know, just feels really good when you take it. Some people have, including me, I've tried valerian before and woken up kind of groggy with a headache. And it turns out you're just getting like really low quality stuff. Um, similar to if you're drinking like a couple 40, you know, malt liquor at night versus mm -hmm. like, you know, one drink of like really high quality, you know, alcohol. So similar there. So, and then we throw in um, L-theanine and that sleep formula, I'd take it every single night. I think that's a great place to start. Um, as far as the topicals, I'll be completely honest here. There isn't any extremely good research on topical cannabinoids right now. There just isn't, is not, um, we're going to find research that, that they have an effect because I mean, people are, are using them. There's tons of anecdotal research on them and there is some halfway decent studies on them, but there are, there are very good studies on oral dosages of CBD. Like there's a study where they got a bunch of people, human study, double blind placebo controlled study, and they gave them 600 milligrams of CBD and they measured um, basically their anxiety levels through uh, public speaking it was used as the medium to kind of crank up their, or hopefully crank up their cortisol and all everything that would signal anxiety. And the people who got CBD experienced significantly less anxiety in this study. And it was double blind uh, placebo controlled study on humans. So there's stuff like that for oral dosages of CBD. I prefer, you know, kind of telling people a good place to start is take CBD, like ingest it. Um, we have our pain salve and it's again, one of our best sellers and it, it sells great. And I use it all the time, 
But as far as if you just want to use a supplement based off the research, I would go with an oral dosage of CBD. What do you think about the like the inhalation of the CBD, like the CBD vape pens? Are those is there much efficacy in those? There absolutely is. Um, vape pens are really something we can't sell, um, and you know we haven't sold them because you technically cannot. And then there's just another layer of um, USPS is now saying they can't deliver any inhalable products. Mm. Um, which was somehow snuck into the coronavirus relief bill. Yeah. Um, which is in, <laughs> like, seriously, I'm like, okay. But um, I, I love CBD vapes. Uh, in California, you can go buy um, uh, a bunch of vape pens and they're great. I'm a fan of it. And there is some, um, there is some good solid research around in inhalation of CBD and it goes into your bloodstream pretty quickly. And people have reported anecdotally that it really helps with migraines headaches, stuff like that. So I'm a big fan of that. We don't sell it, but, and I'd be super careful about where you buy that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, if you can, I mean, get to a state like Nevada, California, or Colorado and go buy it from a licensed dispensary. Because if you're inhaling something that has pesticides or heavy metals in it, you're just really screwing yourself over. So in California, Colorado and Nevada, and probably some other States with legal cannabis, you have to lab test all those products and uh in order to put them into the market so yeah that's that's what i do but i am a fan of those those products from like a business perspective what's it like being in that industry right now as hot as it is like are all the the companies that are actually reputable doing it the right way with the third party testing you know keeping it all local are they all banding together and trying to you know you know, eke out the people that are just totally ripping people off or what, what's the dynamic within that industry from a business standpoint? Yeah, I think lately it's, it's a good place to be in. Um, I think there are some really solid companies out there doing it right. And then there's the complete opposite spectrum, like a company like Ignite, which was Dan Bilzerian's That's a CBD joke, company. Man. Yeah, it's where- crazy. Yeah, where it's just, it's insane, right? Um, you know, they're selling little CBD tinctures with barely any CBD in there for hundreds of dollars, you know, for like the the dose that, you know, if you buy one of our products, it'd be like, you know, one dropper full, you know, which would be like, you know, a dollar or something. He might sell for a hundred something dollars. So you have that going, right? Um, I think what's going to happen is lab testing will soon hopefully be required, for CBD companies. And I think we're already in California. We have regulated cannabis sales with Prop 6.4, and you can't put anything out into the market that doesn't get lab tested. So it's called a COA, Certificate of Analysis. So that's what's going on right now in the California cannabis industry. And I do expect it to, once CBD gets a little more regulated, for that to happen. And we're excited for that because we already lab test all our products. So it'll be a pretty seamless change. And I think the big thing about running a business is for us, there was kind of two ways we could go with it. Right. And we decided to go the way of let's keep our prices as low as we can. Let's make less margin and let's just kind of spread through word of mouth through just, you know, Instagram, like, like our own kind of Instagram. Um, We can't really do or afford paid ads and stuff. And, you know, at the beginning, man, it it was tough. I'll I'll be real. Like, you know, it's, it's a slower growth, but you know, once word gets around, I mean, you know, our customers do a lot of advertising for us on their own, you know, like 
we'll get a flood of orders. I'm like, someone did a post on Reddit and we have no idea who they are. And they're like, hey, don't buy your other CBD. Buy this one. It's way better. You know, so we see some of that, which has been cool. Um, I mean, some of the downsides of running a business that prices products extremely well is we do run out of stock sometimes. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you like this, like, you know, when Adidas runs out of Yeezy's shoes, they're definitely, they definitely have the money to, you know, they have Yeezy's, they, they can go sell them. They're, they're purposely running out of stock. That's obviously not what we're doing. Um, we just run on smaller margins. So we really got to put in that order, get a new order built you know, and it takes us a little more time. So that's sometimes a little frustrating when people are like, Hey, you guys are out of stock of our, of your MCT oil. I really need some, but we've chosen to just keep prices low and and grow that way. Um, and it's been cool, man. It's been fun, man. I I could not agree more. I mean, with, with my company, it's been the same way. We've, we've kept our margins smaller. We've kept the price point, uh, you know, as, as low as we can get it while staying in business. And like we just yep. we just sold out of our product. We we did a launch yesterday, and we sold out after a couple hours. And it's like yeah, you the don't chocolate intend chocolate peanut to do butter, that. right? Yeah, yeah, the chocolate peanut butter. And it's like you know most people like if if you're honest with your audience, if you're organically growing your business, and and they've seen the progression of the, of it from day one, like most people are smart enough to realize that you're not trying to game the system and you know create that sense of uh, you know scarcity on purpose. Like that's just the reality of the business. Um, but I think yep. keeping it organic like that and, and bootstrapping it like you have, like I have, that's, you know, it's slower, but it's just so much more rewarding and it just feels like the right thing to do. It does. And I think what's really fun for us now is now I can just kind of create products that I want and I need. And, you know, it's so funny, man. Like I'll see people will come up to me and they'll be like, oh, I want to get into the paleo keto niche like you and it's like you know they're drinking like a coca-cola like telling me they want to get into the paleo keto niche it's just like this isn't like a, a niche for me you're like some like bullshit like this is literally the way i live you know i was a, a personal trainer and health coach for a while and this is what i was just you know telling people to do based on research and based on what how i've lived and so it's you know it's, it's a pretty easy thing to do and, and speak to and and create products for this niche. Cause it's like, this is what I, this is what I do. I, I want these type of products. And, you know, we just launched our sister company, Santa Cruz paleo. And that's, I mean, that's just fun keto paleo snacks that like we want and we need, and we see a need for like, we're on a mountain bike ride. And my, my co-founder Joe had bought some roasted nuts from whole foods and he mixed in some keto lilies, chocolate chips we were eating those and we were like, dude, this is so good. I wish we could just buy this. And sure enough, we flip over the, the back of the trail mix and it's nuts roasted in canola oil. Yep. So we're like, man, this would be way better if it had nuts roasted in coconut oil. And you look around online, you can't find that. So we made a batch of them and they're amazing. They're delicious. And we, we custom, you know, source the nuts. We get the highest quality nuts and we throw in hazelnuts. So it kind of has that like Nutella taste. And, you know, we make sure that uh, they're roasted in coconut oil and, it's just fun, man. You know, and we have bags that all around the house and like we literally just kind of made it so we can have it. But it turns out a lot of people want that type of stuff. So that's been a uh, fun product development is definitely a fun thing. hundred percent, man. I mean, when you, when you build a business from the ground up and it's, it's born out of a, your own desire to scratch your own itch, I feel like it's just built on a much better foundation than, than the businesses that are built, you know, completely opposite of that in which they're just trying to look at the market and make money. And I'm a, I mean, I'm a capitalist. I'm all about business and entrepreneurship. So I'm not, you know, 
discrediting that method by any means but when you can build something with your own two hands out of your own need and then that need just so happened to be the need of many others and you're adding value to the space i mean there's it's pretty it's pretty damn cool man there's few things that are more fulfilling than that yeah it's it's really fun man it's really cool to see and you know i mean yeah just releasing cool products man i gotta send you some of our santa cruz paleo donuts we we got these keto treats and they're literally the best thing ever, man. Like pasture-raised eggs, grass-fed ghee, almond flour, completely keto. They're just delicious, dude. I got to send you a five-pack of them. Hell yeah, man. I'll give it a shot. I'll send you some bricks. Um, we'll do a yes, swap there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd love some. That'd be, that'd be amazing. For sure. Um, yeah, man. And yeah, I mean, it's just great, man. I, I love to see what you're doing. I cannot wait till, you know, uh, coronavirus comes, kind of relaxes and uh, we can all get together. I was excited to go to KetoCon this last year, but, you know, it ended up getting canceled. But we will definitely be at the events once they get up and rolling. You and me both, man. I mean, it's, it's an exciting time. I feel like you're an industry specifically. I mean, the CBD, the THC, the the alternative medicines, like that is the, the new frontier, I feel like. I feel like what the space that you're in right now is going to change so drastically over the next five years from what it is now. It's just like a land of opportunity. I mean, what, what are you excited about personally? What, what's got you ramped up and get you out of bed in the morning? Yeah, I think what, what I'm really excited about lately is I think we do have the opportunity to do a THC brand in California. Um, we've talked to some people about that and I think that'd be great to do some of those ratios and, you know, hopefully if we can get, cannabis federally legalized then we'd be able to offer those products uh, you know on a national level and then another really exciting thing is getting us into some of the larger grocery stores once they i mean whole foods already has taken a dive into cbd but i would love to see that from a business point of view just getting our products on shelves and into more people's hands i mean that's what definitely gets me out of bed and and gets me stoked because we get these dms man that just warm my heart you know that they've started using our products, they're sleeping better, um, you know, they're they're using them in, in place of some other really more harmful pain, pain medications that are out there. And that's just great, man. I, I love to see that and hear that, and that's why we do it. Could not agree more, man. Like, that's that's when you know you're doing something right. Like, especially, you know, being in the health and wellness space, providing products, providing services that, that you know in your heart of hearts is actually improving people's lives from a more natural perspective than what they're going to get over the counter at some pharmacy. I mean, few things beat that for sure. So you're fighting the good fight, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And let's hop on another podcast in a few months because we'll be releasing some more stuff and I'll, I'll have some updates for you on some new goodies that we're going to be dropping. 100%, man. Well, until then, where can people go to find out more about you? So on Instagram, at Santa Cruz Medicinals, I check that Instagram daily. I run that thing. If you message there, you will get in contact with me. Uh, you can email us at Santa Cruz medicinals at gmail.com. And our website, if you want to try some products is scmedicinals.com. And we'll definitely make you a promo code too for your audience for 15% off. So keep an eye out for that. We'll, we'll get that created. For sure, man. I'll throw all that in the show notes. And if you need anything from me, man, just let me know, shoot me an email and I'm there. Right on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet. Take care, brother.